I'm reading from the New King James Version. The word of the Lord reads like this. Now the famine was severe in the land, and it came to pass when they had eaten up the grain which they had brought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Go, go back, buy us a little food. But Judah spoke to him, saying, The man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. And Israel said, Why did you deal so wrongly, wrongfully with me as to tell the man whether you still had still another brother? But they said, The man asked us pointedly about ourselves and our family, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? And we told him according to these words. Could we possibly have known that he would say, Bring your brother down? Verse 8. Then Judah said to Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and you and also our little ones. I myself will be surety for him. From my hand you shall require him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever. For if we had not lingered, surely by now we would have returned the second time. And their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and carry down a a present for the man, a little balm and a little honey, spices and myrrh, pistachio nuts and almonds. Take double money in your hand and take back in your hand the money that was returned in, in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother also and arise. Go back to the man And may God Almighty give you mercy before the man, that he may release your other brother and Benjamin. If I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took that present and Benjamin, and they took double money in their hands, and rose and went down to Egypt, and they stood before Joseph. Verse 16. When Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of this house, Take these men to my home and slaughter an animal and make ready, for these men will dine with me at noon. Then the man did as Joseph ordered, and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they said, It is because of the money which was returned in our sacks the first time that we were brought in, so that he may make a case against us and seize us to take us as slaves with our donkeys. When they drew near to the steward of Joseph's house, they talked with him at the door of the house and said, Oh, sir, we indeed came down the first time to buy food, but it happened when we came to the encampment that we opened our sacks, and there each man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight, so we brought it back in our hand, and we have brought down other money in our hands to buy food. We do not know who put the money in our sacks, who put our money in our sacks. But he said, Peace be with you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. Verse 24. So the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water, and they washed their feet, and he gave their donkeys feed. Then they 
made the present ready for Joseph's coming at noon, for they heard that he would, they would eat bread there. And when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed down before him to the earth. Then he asked them about their well-being and said, Is your father well, the old man of whom you spoke? Is he still alive? And they answered, Your servant, our father, is in good health. He is still alive. And they bowed their heads down and prostrated themselves. Then he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your younger brother of whom you spoke to me? And he said, God be gracious to you, my son. Now his heart yearned for his brother, so Joseph made haste and sought somewhere to weep. And he went into his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and he restrained himself and said, Serve the bread. Verse 32. So they set him a place by himself, and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat food with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination to the Egyptians. And they set before him the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked in astonishment at one another. Then he took servings to them from before him, but Benjamin's serving was five times as much as any of theirs. So they drank and were merry with him. And this concludes chapter 43. Blessed be the word of the Lord. Continuing on in Genesis chapter 44, I'm reading out of the Legacy Standard Bible, chapter 44, verse 1. Then he commanded his house steward, saying, Fill the man's sacks with food as much as they can carry, and put each man's money in the mouth of his sack. Now put my cup, the silver cup, in the mouth of the sack of the youngest, and his money for the grain. And he did just as Joseph had told him. As the morning light broke, the men were sent away, they and their donkeys. Now they had just gone out of the city and were not far off when Joseph said to his house steward, Arise, pursue the men. You shall overtake them and say to them, Why have you repaid evil for good? Verse 5. It is not this the one from which my Lord drinks and which he indeed uses to interpret omens? You have done evil in doing this. So he overtook them and spoke these words to them. And they said to him, Why does my Lord speak in such speak such words as these? Far be it from your servants to do such a thing. Behold, the money which we found in the mouths of our sacks we had brought back to you from the land of Canaan. How then could we steal silver or gold from your Lord's house? With whomever of your servants it is found, let him die, and we also will be my lord's and we also will be my lord's slaves verse 10 so he said now let it also be according to your words he with whom it is found shall be my slave but the rest of you shall be innocent then they hurried each man brought his sack down from the ground and each man opened his sack so he searched beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest and the cup was found in benjamin's sack They tore their clothes, and each man loaded his donkey and returned to the city. Then Judah and his brothers came to Joseph's house, and he was still there. So they fell to the ground before him. And Joseph said to them, What is this deed that you have done? 
Did you not know that such a, such a man as I can in, indeed interpret omens? So Judah said, What can we say to, to my Lord? What can we speak? And how can we justify ourselves? God has found out the iniquity of your servants. Behold, we are my Lord's slaves, both we and the ones in whose possession the cup has been found. Verse 17, But he said, Far be it from me to do this. The man in whose possession the cup has been found, he shall be my slave. But as far as you, go up in peace to your father. Then Judah came near and said, O my Lord, may your servant please speak a word in my Lord's ears, and do not be angry with your servant, for you are equal to Pharaoh. 19. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And we said to my Lord, We have an older father and a little child of his old age. Now his brother is dead, so he alone is left of his mother, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring down to me that I may set my eyes on him. Verse 22. And we said to my Lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he should leave his father, his father would die. So you said to your servants, However, if your youngest brother does not come down with you, you will not see my face again. Thus it happened when we went up to your servant, my father, we told him the words of my Lord. And our father said, go back, buy us a little food. But we said, we cannot go down if our youngest brother is with us. Then we will go down, for we cannot see the man's face if our youngest brother is not with us. And your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn to pieces, and I have not seen him since. Verse 29, If you take this one also from me, and harm befalls him, you will bring my gray hair down to Sheol in evil. So now, when I come to your servant, or when I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, and his life is bound up in the boy's life, so it will be that when he sees the boy is not with us, he will die. Thus your servants will bring the gray hair of your servant, our father, down to Sheol in sorrow. Verse 32, For your servant became a guarantee for the boy to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, then I shall bear the sin before my father all my days. So now, please, Let your servant remain instead of the boy as a slave to my Lord, and let the boy go up with his brothers. For how shall I go up to my father if the boy is not with me, lest I see the evil that would overtake my father? That is chapter 44. I'll be reading the Word of God from the New King James Version, chapter 45, verse 1. Then Joseph could not restrain himself before all those who stood by him, and he cried out, Make everyone go out for me. So no one stood with him, while Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud, and the Egyptians in the house of Pharaoh heard it. Then Joseph said to his brother, I am Joseph. Does my father still live? But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed in his presence. And Joseph said to his brothers, Please come near to me. So they came near. Then he said, 
I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But now do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourself because you sold me there. For God sent me before you to preserve life. Verse 6. For these two years, the famine has been in the land, and there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve posterity for you and the earth and to save your lives by great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me, but here, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of this house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Hurry and go up to my father and say to him, Thus saith you, your son Joseph, God has made me land of all Egypt. Come down to me and do not tarry. You shall dwell in the land of Goshen, and you shall be near to me, you and your children, and your children's children, your flocks and your herds, and all that you have. Verse 11. There I will provide you, lest you and your household and all that you have come to poverty. And for there are still five years of famine. And behold, your eyes and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see that it is my mouth that speaks to you. So you shall tell my father of all my glory in Egypt and of all that you have seen. And you shall hurry and bring my father down here. Then he fell on his brother Benjamin's neck and wept. And Benjamin wept on his neck. Wherever he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. And after that, his brothers talked with him. Verse 16. Now the report of it was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brothers have come. So it pleased Pharaoh and his servants well. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do this. Load your animals and depart. Go to the land of Canaan. Bring your father and your household and come to me. I will give you the best of the land of Egypt, and you will eat the fat of the land. Now you are commanded to do this. Take care, take carts out of the land of Egypt for your little ones and your wives. Bring your father and come. Also do not be concerned about your goods, for the best of the land of Egypt is yours. Verse 21. And the sons of Israel did say, and and Joseph gave their carts according to the command of Pharaoh, and he gave them provisions for the journey. He gave to to all of them, to each man, changes of garments. But to Benjamin he gave 300 pieces of silver and five changes of garments. And he sent to his father these things, ten donkeys loaded with the good things of Egypt and ten female donkeys loaded with grain, bread, and food for his father in the journey. So he sent his brothers away, and they departed. And he said to them, See that you do not become troubled along the way. Then they went up to out of Egypt and came to the land of Canaan, to Jacob their father. Verse 26. And they told him, saying, Joseph is still alive, and he is governor over the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart stood still, because he did not believe them. But when they told him of all the words which Joseph had said to them, and when he saw the carts which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father, revived. Then Israel said, 
is enough. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. That concludes the reading of God's word of chapter 45. I'll be reading chapter 46 from the English Standard Version. The word of the Lord says, So Israel took his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. And God spoke to Israel in a vision of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make you into a great nation. I myself will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also bring you up again. And Joseph's hand shall close your eyes. Verse 5. Then Jacob set out from Beersheba. The sons of Israel carried Jacob their father, their little ones, and their wives in the wagons that Pharaoh had sent to carry him. They also took their livestock and their goods, which they had gained in the land of Canaan, and came into Egypt, Jacob and all his offspring with him his sons and his sons' sons with him, his daughters and his sons' daughters. All his offspring he brought with him into Egypt. Verse 8. Now these are the names of the descendants of Israel who came into Egypt, Jacob and his sons, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, and the sons of Reuben, Hanak, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar and Shaul, the son of a Canaanite woman, the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari, the sons of Judah, Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. But Ur and Onan died in the land of Canaan, and the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamel, the sons of Issachar, Tola, Puva, Job, and Shimron. Verse 14, the sons of Zebulun, Sered, Elan, and Jalil. These are the sons of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob and Padam Aram. Together with his daughter Dinah, altogether his sons and his daughters, number 33. Verse 16. The sons of Gad, Ziphion, Hagi, Shuni, Esben, Eri, Arodi, and Areli. The sons of Asher, Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, Bariah, and Sarah, their sister. And the sons of Bariah, Heber, and Malkiel. These are the sons of Zilpah, whom Laban gave to Leah, his daughter, and these she bore to Jacob, sixteen persons. Verse 19. The sons of Rachel, Jacob's wife, Joseph, and Benjamin. And to Joseph in the land of Egypt were born Manasseh and Ephraim, whose, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potipharah, the priest of On, bore to him. And the sons of Benjamin, Bela, Becher, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rosh, Muppam, Huppam, and Ard. These are the sons of Rachel who were born to Jacob, 14 persons in all. Verse 23. The sons of Dan, Husham, the sons of Naphtali, Jazil, Guni, Jezer, and Shilam. These are the sons of Bilhah whom Laban gave to Rachel his daughter, and these she bore to Jacob, seven persons in all. Verse 26. All the persons belonging to Jacob who came into Egypt who were his own descendants, not including Jacob's sons' wives, were 66 persons in all. And the sons of Joseph were, who were born to him in Egypt were two. All the persons of the house of Jacob who came into Egypt were 70. Verse 28. He had sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to show the way before him in Goshen, 
and they came into the land of Goshen. Then Joseph prepared his chariot and went up to meet Israel, his father, in Goshen. He presented himself to him and fell on his neck and wept on his neck a good while. Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die since I have seen your face and know that you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were in the land of Canaan have come to me. And the men are shepherds for they have been keepers of livestock and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. Verse 33. When Pharaoh calls you and says, What is your occupation? You shall say, Your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth, even until now, both we and our fathers, in order that you may dwell in the land of Goshen. For every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. Thus concludes chapter 46. Brothers, he took five men and presented them to Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to his brothers, What is your occupation? And they said to Pharaoh, Your servants are shepherds, as our fathers were. They said to Pharaoh, We have come to sojourn in the land, for there is no pasture for your servants' flocks, for the famine is severe in the land of Canaan. And now, please let your servants... Then, uh, let's see, verse 5. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Your father and your brothers have come to you. The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best of the land. Let them settle in the land of Goshen, and if you know any able men among them, put them in charge of my livestock. Then Joseph brought in Jacob his father and stood him before Pharaoh. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said to Jacob, how many are the days of the years of your life? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, the days of the years of my sojourning are 130 years. Few and evil have been the days of the years of my life, and they have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers in the days of their sojourning. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh and went out from the presence of Pharaoh. Then Joseph settled his father and his brothers and gave them a possession in the land of Egypt, in the best of the land, in the land of Ramses, as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all his father's household with food, according to the number of their dependents. Now there was no food in all the land, for the famine was very severe, so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in exchange for the grain that they bought. And Joseph bought or brought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when the money was all spent in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to, to Joseph and said, Give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? For our money is gone. And Joseph answered, Give your livestock, and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock if your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph, and Joseph gave them food in exchange for the horses, the flocks, the herds, and the donkeys. He supplied them with food 
in exchange for all their livestock that year. And when that year was ended, they came to him the following year and said to him, we will not hide from my, from our, from my Lord that our money is all spent. The herds of livestock are my Lord's. There is nothing left in the sight of my Lord but our bodies and our land. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us and our land for food, and we with our land will be servants to Pharaoh. And give us seed that we may live and not die, and that the land may not be desolate. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For all the Egyptians sold their fields because the famine was severe on them. The land became Pharaoh's. As for the people, he made servants of them from one end of Egypt to the other. Verse 22, only the land of the priest he did not buy, for the priest had a fixed allowance from Pharaoh and lived on the allowance that Pharaoh gave them. Therefore, they did not sell their land. Then Joseph said to the people, Behold, I have this day bought you and your land for Pharaoh. Now, here is seed for you, and you shall sow the land. And at the harvest, you shall give a fifth to Pharaoh, and four-fifths shall be your own, as seed for the field, and as food for yourselves and your households, and as food for your little ones. And they said, You have saved our lives. May it please my Lord, we will become servants to Pharaoh. So Joseph made it a statute concerning the land of Egypt, and it stands to this day that Pharaoh should have the fifth. The land of the priests alone did not become Pharaoh's. Thus Israel settled in the land of Egypt, in the land of Goshen, and they gained possession in it and were fruitful and multiplied greatly. And Jacob lived in the land of Egypt 17 years. So the days of Jacob, the years of his life, were 147 years. And when the time drew near that Israel must die, he called his son Joseph and said to him, If now I have found favor in your sight, put your hand under my thigh and promise to deal kindly and truly with me. Do not bury me in Egypt, but let me lie with my fathers. Carry me out of Egypt and bury me in their burying place. He answered, I will do as you have said. And he said, swear to me. And he swore to him. Then Israel bowed himself upon the head of his bed. This concludes chapter 47. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Um, this is 40, chapter 48. Now it came to pass after these things that Joseph was told, Indeed, your father is sick. And he took with him his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And Jacob was told, Look, your son Joseph is coming to you. And Israel strengthened himself and sat up on the bed. Then Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you and I will make of you a multitude of people and give this land to your descendants after you as an everlasting possession. And now your two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, are mine. 
as Reuben and Simeon, they shall be mine. Your offspring, whom you beget after them, shall be yours. They will be called by the name of their brothers in their inheritance. But as for me, when I came from Padan, uh, Rachel died beside me in the land of Canaan on the way when there was but a little distance to go to Ephrath. And I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Then Israel saw Joseph's sons and said, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, They're my sons, whom God has given me in this place. And he said, Please bring them to me, and I will bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age, so that he could not see. Then Joseph brought them near him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to them, I had not thought to see your face, but in fact, God has also shown me your offspring. So Joseph brought them from beside his knees, and he bowed he bowed down with his face to the earth. Verse 13. And Joseph took them, both Ephraim with his right hand towards Israel, Israel's left hand, left hand, and Manasseh with his left hand towards Israel's right hand, and brought them near him. Then Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on Ephraim's head, who was the younger, and his left hand his left hand on Manasseh's head, guiding his hands knowingly, for Manasseh was the firstborn, and he blessed Joseph and said, God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has fed me all my life long to the all my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. Let my name be named upon them, and my name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Now, when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. So he took hold of his father's hand and removed it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father. For this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know my son, I know. He also shall become a people, and he also shall be great. But truly his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his descendants shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day, saying, By you Israel will bless saying, May God make you, make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. And thus set Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, Because I am dying, but God will be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you one portion above your brother, which I took from your hand, of the Amorite with my sword and my bow. This concludes chapter 48.
I will be uh, reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Uh, this is chapter 49, word of the Lord. Then Jacob called his sons and said, Gather around and I will tell you what will happen to you in the days to come. Come and get, come together and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to your father Israel. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my strength and the firstfruits of my virility, excelling in prominence, excelling in power. Turbulent as water, you will no longer excel because you got into your father's bed and you defiled it. He got into my bed. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Their knives are vicious weapons. May I never enter their council. May I never join their assembly. For in their anger they kill men, and on a whim they hamstring oxen. Verse 7. Their anger is cursed, for it is strong, and their fury, for it is cruel. I will disperse them throughout Jacob and scatter them throughout Israel. Judah, your brothers will praise you. Your hand will be on the necks of your enemies. Your father's sons will bow down to you. Judah is a young lion. My son, you returned from the kill. He crouches. He lies down like a lion or a lioness. Who dares to rouse him? The scepter will not depart from Judah or the staff from between his feet until he whose right comes and the obedience of the peoples belongs to him. He ties his donkey to a vine and the colt of his donkey to the choice vine. He washes his clothes in wine and his robes in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth are whiter than milk. Zebulun will live by the seashore, and it will be a harbor for ships, and his territory will be next to Sidon. 14. Issachar is a strong donkey, lying down between the saddlebags. He saw that his resting place was good, and that his land was pleasant. So he leaned his shoulder to bear a load, and became a forced laborer. Dan will judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. He will be a snake by the road and a viper beside the path that bites the horse's heels so that his rider falls backwards. I wait for your salvation, Lord. 19. Gad will be attacked by raiders, but he will attack their heels. Ash's food will be rich, and he will produce royal delicacies. Naphtali is a doe set free that bears beautiful fawns. Joseph is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine beside a spring, its branches climb over the wall. The archers attacked him, shot at him, and were hostile towards him. Yet his bow remained steady, and his strong arms were made agile by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, by the name of the shepherd, the rock of Israel, by the God of your father who helps you, and by the Almighty One who blesses you with blessings of the heavens above, Blessings of the deep that lie below, and blessings of the beasts of the womb and the womb. Verse twenty six. The blessings of your father excel the blessings of my ancestors and the bounty of the eternal hills. May the rest of your of the head of may they rest on the head of Joseph, on the crown of the prince of his brothers. Benjamin is a wolf. He tears at his he tears his prey in the morning and devours the prey, and in the evening he divides the plunder. These are the tribes of Israel, twelve in all, and this is what their father said to them. He blessed them, and he blessed each one of them, each one with a suitable blessing. Then he commanded them, I am about to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave in the field of Ephron the Hittite. The cave is in the field of Machpelah near Mamre in the land of Canaan. 
This is the field Abraham purchased from Ephron the Hittite as a burial site. Abraham and his wife Sarah are buried there. Isaac and his wife Rebekah are buried there, and I buried Leah there. The field and the cave in it are purchased from the Hittites. When Jacob had finished instructing his sons, he drew his feet onto his be- into his bed and died. He was gathered to his people. This completes the reading of chapter 49. I'll be reading out of the New King James Version, Genesis chapter 50. Then Joseph fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants to the, the physicians to embalm his father, so the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were inquired, required for him, for such are the days required for those who are embalmed. And the Egyptians mourned for him seventy days. Now in the now when the days of his mourning were past, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak in the hearing of, of Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Behold, I am dying in my grave, which I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Therefore you shall bury me. Now therefore, please let me go up and, my, and bury my father, and I will come back. And Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, as he made you swear. Verse 7. So father, so Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his house, and all the elders of the land of Egypt, as well as all the house of Joseph, his brothers, and his father's house. Only their little ones, their flocks, and their herds they left in the land of Goshen. And there went up with him both chariots and horsemen, and it was a very great gathering. Then they came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Jordan, and they mourned there with a great and very solemn lamentation. He observed seven days of mourning for his father. And when the inhabitants of the land of the Canaanites saw the mourning at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, This is a this is a deep mourning of the Egyptians. Therefore, its name was called Abel, Mizraim, which is beyond the Jordan. Verse 12. So his sons did for him just as he had commanded them. For his sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machapella before Mamre, which Abraham bought with the with the field from Ephron the Hittite as property for a burial place. And after he had buried his father, Joseph Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers, and all who went up with him to bury his father. Verse 15. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, Perhaps Joseph will hate us and may actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. So they sent messengers to Joseph, saying, Before your father died, he commanded, saying, Thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the trespass of your brothers and their sin, for they did evil to you. Now please forgive the trespass of the servants of God your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brothers also went and fell down before his face, and they said, Behold, we are your servants. Joseph said to them, do not be afraid, for I am in the place of God. 
But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, in order to bring it about as it is this day, to save many people alive. Now, therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Verse 22. So Joseph dwelt in Egypt, and he he and his father's household, and Joseph lived 110 years. Joseph saw Ephraim's children to the third generation. The children of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were also brought up on Joseph's knees. And Joseph said to his brethren, I am dying, but God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land to the land of which he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph took an oath from the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones from there. So Joseph died being 110 years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. This concludes the reading of Genesis.